0: Welcome back to another episode of the Creative Convos Podcast. I am Josh. And I'm Aaron. And we are coming live in person. Well, not really, but this yeah. is the first ever first ever podcast
1: where we flesh. are
0: in the same state.
1: Yes. In the <laughs> um, same room, really. In the
0: same room. Yeah. I can literally see Aaron is directly in front of me. I can see Josh in yeah. full HD. Yeah. and No it's, pixelated yeah. eyes. Yep. No pixelated eyes. Better than 4K, better than 8K, just infinite K. That's it. And uh, yeah, it's really weird. Uh, For those that are probably listening to this podcast, like maybe in the future or by the time, I don't know when like people will hear this episode at some point, but um,
1: we've got so many episodes.
0: Yeah. But I think by the time they hear the episode, you guys probably are in this. We probably realize that, yes, obviously we are in the stage where we can during this covid pandemic that we can travel now interstate or at least
1: for now (laughs) yeah Um, in the future when we take interstate travel for granted again
0: yep yep and then yeah something yep and yep and then we'll be be back where we started (laughs) back to where we started but
1: it's good to be here
0: in the flesh recording this podcast yep and uh yeah i know it feels really weird like i'm definitely uh it's this this is a first. This is a this is a first for us. We've Definitely, never Yeah. Like, yeah. For I those that, that for those that kind of like just to kind of, you know, give them some context. We've been doing all our podcasts over Google Meet really. Yeah. In completely yeah. different states as well, like which yeah. is pretty crazy now I
1: think for, about it. I think half a year now. Yeah, half it's a just year been an online pretty much interaction yeah. until today.
0: So it's it's kind of weird, but we're uh it's good it's good so we're gonna we're gonna try to smash out a couple episodes I don't know today all right we'll Sounds see good. how we go Sounds good yeah. um, I've got my got my warm water here um, that's right very nice um but today the t- today's topic is uh the well i don't I think I came up with this topic a while ago I think yeah. Um, yeah and the topic is correct me if I'm wrong I can't even remember i I wrote this topic a while ago, but yeah. The topic is uh, Do you need to be depressed, slash, going through some hard times, or just be down, you know, in a down state, or something like that, to make great music?
1: Yeah, yeah. Definitely a wordy topic for discussion.
0: Yeah, because I think, and I think, um, like, at least for a number of our favorite artists, I think that definitely might have been the case. I would say. I mean, I think you would use probably the Billy Corgan example.
1: Yes. I always use the Billy Corgan example. Yeah. I don't know how many times I've used that example, but it's still my favorite. (laughs) Not as much as the Billie Eilish one, though. Billie Eilish, um, I don't know. I don't use her in a depressive sense, although Mm -hmm. her music can get pretty depressing, but I don't really know her backstory the way I know Billy Corgan. So, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. But yeah, what do you think, Aaron? Like, What do you think of that kind of this question on this topic because I think like I'm not sure if we have differing views on this one yeah. we, might, we, may, we may not I don't know yeah but yeah how do you feel about that notion
1: yeah I, I feel it's it's really we write a lot of our music based on how we feel yeah and well I'm gonna use the Billy Corgan's example again <laughs> yeah because I don't know every time it's it's a cloudy day or it's, it's a raining. good example though I I always feel like listening to uh, Smashing Pumpkins. Right. I don't know why. Yeah, like, yeah. It just it just gets me in in the in the mood for doing yeah. that. And okay. Some people say that you know if you feel depressed or if you feel sad, you should not indulge in that sadness too much. Like some people opt in- for for the going the opposite direction. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like some people. Go for yeah, happy thoughts right right, yeah ha- yeah happy yeah, thoughts yeah, yeah, yeah happy yeah, yeah. music, happy yeah, yeah. songs right right, yeah, yeah whereas I tend to see this uh sad music really as something therapeutic, yeah, or something that, yeah, when I'm down um it's i i I feel like I can appreciate sad music better, yeah, that kind of thing, especially yeah. when it's coming from a place of genuine hurt yeah, or genuine sincerity Mm -hmm. because, yeah, well, even artists back in Billy's time, well, pop musicians, they wrote, I would say, they wrote to satisfy a market Mm -hmm. or to satisfy whatever is deemed the flavor of the month at that time. Yeah. Yeah, and... I feel like this whole Backlash of Of Music Coming from Grunge artists Um Was Sort of like a Reaction to this whole Glitz and glamour And polishness Yeah yeah Of pop music at that time Right 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 And It's Yeah And I feel like Yes I mean it's It's not It's not cool To be Depressed <laughs> Right, it's not cool to <laughs> downer music. Yeah, to be sad and bummed out because yeah, 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 there are some people who struggle with depression and social anxiety and whatnot. Yep. But then again, there are people. Well, there are musicians that Josh and I know. Yeah, that encountered dep- depressive episodes, but oh yeah, they managed to make yeah some of the greatest music that that has been made and yeah it's it, and it's still yeah it's still very listenable yeah in yeah the 21st century like every now and then i'll listen to to a couple of alice in chain songs Yeah, yeah yeah songs like down in a hole and songs yeah, if- like nutshell man those songs they are so depressing but yeah at the same time they, they are so emotional and they mm-hmm. they hit me in ways that that nothing else could really yeah. and you have these like i mean alice in chains like they they're singing a lot about about the drugs and how having too much drugs yeah can really get to you mm-hmm. and it's it's coming from a very dark place, yeah. but at the same time, where where it's where the artistic merit is concerned, I think it 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 does very well in conveying yeah. the, the message that yeah man don't do drugs. But at <laughs> the same time, it's not it's not trying to be preachy. Yeah yeah yeah. At the same time, it's it's very emotional, right? Yeah, in this, in the way that yeah you you may you may have never have done drugs before but when you hear these guys singing you you can tell that wow like yeah i i i'm i'm not gonna do drugs yeah yeah <laughs> if that's if if that is the conclusion that these guys have reached and these guys have done all sorts of drugs right but yeah yeah and this is where i can see that yeah being depressed you know it can be used as fuel? Yeah. Or as a as a creative outlet to mm-hmm. to write good songs. Yeah, and of course, I would say it really depends on the artist as well. Yeah. Because if yeah, for example, if you were too depressed or you were too much on drugs, right? <laughs> you probably won't be even able to perform. I mean, look at, look at John Frusciante, for example, like he dropped out of the red hot chili peppers a few times because yeah. of drug problems and because of various other yeah. problems that he's, he's had. But I think if you're able to take on your depression and use it as, as an outlet, yeah, as a way to deal with whatever's going on in your life, I think, I think people can benefit from, yeah, like from just how you were feeling and how you were able to channel that into writing good mm-hmm. music, right yeah, like emotions, emotions can be used yeah in in creative ways, and I think yeah being depressed is is a valid outlet that you can use to write music, but at the, at the same time right, like we're Josh and i we're not we're not experts, so if you if any of you out there is feeling depressed please please um. Talk to someone, yeah. <laughs> uh, get Get some help, yeah. Some professional help, yeah. And yeah, but uh, what, what do you think of um, yeah depression as a creative tool? Josh? I
0: think it's yeah. I think um. I mean, speaking from my own, I guess experience, I definitely feel like um, I definitely feel like uh, it's very like for me. I definitely think yeah. A lot of some of the greatest music, I think, yeah, has been really written in a dark place, right. Um. <clears throat> And I think, like, it doesn't mean, like, I am... Th- I, um, and I, I definitely agree. I think, like, some of... Yeah, some of our favorite music has been written like that from dark yeah. places. And just because I think it comes from a dark place doesn't mean it has to be a sad song as well. I yeah. think, like, it doesn't have to be that way. It can be. And I guess that's the very, like, the sort of default result. Like, yep. just speaking from my own experience. But... Sometimes you can write about like, you know, it it doesn't have to be um it doesn't have to be. It you can start from a dark place but end up in in a place of hope. Yep. You know. I think like sometimes um sometimes that's like the darkness is the catalyst for what gets you to tr- search for hope, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so I think yeah, I I 100% agree. Like I think like I mean whether it's like I mean, I guess, yeah, the classic example I can think of as far as dark music is like Nirvana, you know, like really some of that stuff is pretty, you know, when, you know, it it doesn't really, it's one of those things where like you may not understand the lyrics, but the emotional quality of it and the performance, that's what you feel when you hear that song, right? Yep. And there's just something about whatever the combination of words that Kurt put together, it definitely comes from a Comes from a pretty dark place, I think, with some of those songs, I think. Yeah. Um yeah. why well, one song that I always think of that's really dark is um the song I think Something in the Way, which is like the last song on the um Oh yes, Never song, yeah, Nevermind album. That one's like a really dark song. Um yep. but it's such a beautiful song and I think that sometimes I think um beauty is found sometimes beauty is found in the places of of brokenness yeah a lot of times um and so i think like you need that to kind of um sometimes yeah you need that to make great music yeah but i think it's not just i mean i think thinking about it i think it may not necessarily just be like um just being down and depressed that's when you write great music like there's but i think there is an element i think a lot of times of music um a lot of the times music covers the poles of our lives in a way. Like, yep. if, you're hap- if you're happy, you write a happy song, right? You have yeah. If you're in love, you might write a love song, right? Yep. And, Or if you're angry about something, you write an angry song or something, right? Yep. But yep. you don't hear any songs of like just like average. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like no one writes a song about like their average life in a way. I like, guess so. You know yeah. what I mean? Or at least not not a song that most people are willing to listen to. Most songs are generally like have some kind of you know excitement to it in some way whether it is happy or sad like there's a there's a polar feeling right yeah 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 you either feel happy or sad or yeah joyful or angry or frustrated or yep it's all in the context of that so i think it's not necessarily has to be like you don't have to necessarily be depressed per se but it is probably the easier like i think that's I feel like it's the most natural for people Okay. a lot yep. of times. I think because as people, it's like like it's very easy to be negative. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so I think because like, I think humans are born like we naturally go, we can naturally go down a more negative route a lot of times or go, yeah. you know, like we yeah. live in a lot of the times as people, we're always living in that feeling of like, like no one lives eternally happy right a lot of times it's like people that are like we're always living kind of in the constant state of like you know being pulled between the two polars of happy yeah. and yeah, yeah sad yeah. or whatever right yep um and a lot of times anyway most people spend time on the more darker end of things especially when you get older i think that's definitely very true you know <laughs>
1: it's really sad isn't it, it it's yeah for sure i feel i feel like it's a kind of a survival instinct like i think so in the sense that humans evolved to, because, because, yeah, like, if you found, like, say, like, <clears throat> if you were, like, foraging in the woods, and yeah. you found, like, uh yeah, a whole bunch of berries, right? Yeah. yeah. That, like, you know, that's, that's a really nice treat. Yeah. That kind of thing, but for, compared to, say, you, yeah, one of your, one of your siblings was eaten by a mountain lion right <laughs> right okay and you would, and, <laughs> all and, right <laughs> and you would you would remember never to go to that part of the woods again right yeah people
0: remember f- people remember the dark that's that's the other thing actually people yeah. tend to remember the like like even if 10 thing 10 good things happen to them yeah. right they'll remember the one bad thing Yeah. And i yeah, noticed yeah. at least for myself i think most people would agree that's pretty true it's like we tend to remember the darker like the the downer things than the actual 10 other good things that happened
1: yeah 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 definitely yeah and it's yeah i feel like that's a survival instinct right that uh, we've maybe we've we've like yeah almost uh program ourselves uh, Mm. to do because um yeah anything that is deemed as a as a threat like our our ancestors made sure that they remembered it right yeah yeah we we won't be here today (laughs) that that, that kind of thing sounds
0: like something that i feel like jordan peterson has mentioned i think oh yeah it sounds like (laughs) i'm like thinking like you get that from a jordan peterson like yeah yeah, that i figured
1: Subconsciously projecting probably
0: probably yeah um but yeah uh yeah i think like for sure i think like as humans were definitely wired to Think those ways for yeah, sure, like or at yeah. least like remember the darker things, and so I think yeah, that's why a lot of songs. I mean, how many breakup songs are there? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. How many breakup songs well, are
1: there? Well, I think I think yeah, like 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 going back to what you said before about humans, almost seemingly that they, they can never be happy. Yeah, but I just wanna yeah, I like, wanna talk about yeah how far we've come as a civilization, right? Right. And we've like, we've, we've conquered malaria. We've like, like found a whole lot of cures for diseases. And we have come up with a whole lot of vaccines so that Mm -hmm. children, like majority, majority of kids now, like they can make it past five years old and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like compared to back in the day, just a few hundred years ago when things were so different. And yeah, we're, we're a lot, better off these days, yep. right? We have more stuff, we are more affluent, and, mm-hmm. it's like, we're living in like, the longest, peacetime era, ever, yeah. in, in, in world history, and yet, at the same time, we, like, I feel like, we're almost like, in the state of, apathy, Yeah. or in a state of like, is there all that is, in, in the world today, right? Yeah. And, I think, radiohead did something um intre- like poignant right when they yeah when they released okay computer yeah they, yeah they were trying to encapsulate the spirit of the times yeah yeah releasing that that album like just looking at this Wikipedia page here yeah right? and it's uh, how it talks about how this this album is yeah it's depicting a world fraught with Consumer consumerism. Yeah, yeah, yeah Social yeah. alienation. Yep. Emotional isolation. Yeah. Political malaise. And and I thought and I'm I'm thinking to myself like wow you know we've we've come so far as a civilization yeah. with our modern technology and our fast cars and our and our wonderful computers and mm-hmm. our smartphones yeah yeah and yet so many of us today are struggling with. Depression or yep. social isolation. Yeah, 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 And I think there was a recent poll. Uh, recent poll I was reading about where these Aussie researchers gathered data about which demographic feels the loneliest. And most people would think that it's people in their sixties, seventies. Yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. But it turns out that a sizable amount of young people, really, like yeah. eighteen to thirty-four, they're yeah. they're feeling a lot of them are, are are feeling socially and emotionally isolated as well. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's quite it's quite the phenomenon. So yeah, it's it's no wonder that when yeah artists use their depression to write yeah. albums, right, and write music, it, <clears throat> those that the music really hits a chord because mm-hmm. you have a lot of people who are who are hurting really. Yeah, and, I think so. Yeah, and contrary to what most of these music executives might think, right? Like, so when OK Computer was about to be released, like, their label, EMI, they they thought the record would, is uncommercial, right? right? And it's difficult to market. But lo and behold, like, OK Computer, at that time, they they reached number one Yeah, yeah. on the uh, UK albums chart. They debuted, yeah, number 21 on the Billboard 200. So yeah. it's... It was a huge album. Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, And made them an international sensation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it's uh it's really yeah, it's re- <laughs> it's and uh, yeah, according to Wikipedia, right, like it's it initiated a shift away from Britpop right to yeah. the more melancholic, <laughs> atmospheric alternative rock. The so. Melancholic. <laughs> there you go, man. There you go. It's yeah. It's amazing, and like as much as I don't like being depressed, yeah, like for an album like that to strike yeah. a chord and to resonate with the cultural zeitgeist of that time, mm-hmm. I think that's something very significant, right? Yeah, like I think so. Imagine what what, is, what was playing on the radio back then during when that album was released. Probably. The Spice Girls and probably I don't know I, the don't, know. Boys. I don't know Backstreet Boys <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and they, yeah, those yeah, yeah, and yeah. those and that that kind of music was generally more fun and yeah. more yeah lighthearted and then to have something like this come yeah. out it's it yeah. marks a different change of of tone yeah yeah which people really which really resonated with people so yeah. I think yeah I think like depression or artists being depressed or not necessarily being depressed or um, using yeah writing about more depressing themes yeah <laughs> i think it's it's a it's i think it's a good way to yeah, channel it's, that it's beneficial i would say yeah i
0: mean yeah for me like that's definitely the case i mean i i think you know i think i'm no like i'm no stranger to all, i think we all do right i think we all yeah. are no stranger to feeling down and you know, down on ourselves and we're feeling lonely or stuff like that. I think we all feel that way, right? Yeah, um, definitely, yeah. So I think for me, yeah, like, or like, I, I definitely like feel like, at least for me as a writer, like, I definitely take those, those opportunities to really channel, like, write that down because I think, yeah. and if anything, I feel like, it's funny, right? People talk about how like, um when you hear like, you know, depressing like metal or emo music, right? People are like, man, they must be so depressed, right? And it's like, a lot of times <laughs> it's like, it's like it's like no like a lot of times it's like it's good because it lets you get all that stuff out you know like for me like when i write a song like um like there's a couple songs of the of a up-and-coming album that uh yeah um that yeah when i I remember writing those songs and some of them are pretty depressing i would say (laughs) like there's some pretty downer songs but it was funny when i wrote those songs like after that i felt like man I felt like I got that off my shoulder, you know. Yeah.
1: Like. Good. Yeah.
0: Like, there's a song off the. um This is a spoiler. Little spoiler. Little teaser. Okay. Little okay. spoiler There's one song. I'm not gonna tell you the. I'm gonna tell you the title. The t- so the title of the song is called "White Lies."
1: Okay. So you yep. can already
0: imagine, like that song already. Sa- already sounds like it's gonna be a pretty dark song, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 But I remembered writing that song and then finishing it and thinking, "Wow, I felt I felt good. Like I felt like I got that off okay. my, got that off my chest okay. in a way, yep. you know." Yep. And I think like. At least for me, anyway, that's definitely the case where if I'm going through a dark period of time, whether it's heartbreak or just down, like feeling down on myself or yeah. just anything in general, like yeah, being able yeah, to yeah. write a song and get that out of my system, it's yep. very therapeutic. And I think cool. when I and I lit, and so for me, it's like it just feels so like, like it's like almost like letting go of the, like letting go of that stuff and just putting letting it go, yeah, and put it into a song so you can, and I think. I think and we're kind of going back to Jordan Peterson. I remember him saying something like that, where he was like saying how, if artists, how, or if writing, if you can write down what you're like, the best way of healing is when you can write it down, yeah, and like enunciate it, and like that's and that's why a lot of people, when they can write stuff, and he was like kind of explaining the science of that, like it's not necessarily songwriting, but in general, when people are able to write that down, when they're able yeah. to enunciate exactly what they were feeling, yep. They were able to like, yeah, let go of that stuff and heal really probably heal from that stuff. And I was okay. like thinking, man, that's kind of like very much the case of songwriting where yeah. you're able to when you're able to get that exact like the notion and the the spirit of what you were feeling when you're feeling down or whatever and get yeah, it out. Yeah. It's like, oh cool, I'm able to put it into words now. Cause yeah. I think a lot of times that's the problem is that when we're down, is that we're almost in a con we're in a state of like not able to process things when you're down. Cause yeah. like if you experience heartbreak or anything like that, you're kind of like your brain's trying to process it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so being Definitely. able to write it down is like kind of like putting it onto paper and really being able to like process it yep. properly. So then you're yep. like, cool. Like my brain's properly processed this thing that I've been going through. And you can kind of like, not necessarily you be able to let go of it instantly, but at least it's like a, you're able to heal from that a lot better when you do that um so for sure i think like there's a lot of benefits to i i think a lot of benefits to writing songs like that yeah yeah definitely yeah even just from a mental health issue like kind of state you know i think for me like that's definitely you know comes in handy
1: yeah definitely Um, yeah because you're you're yeah you're, you're working things out yeah in a creative way yeah.
0: yeah and and i think yeah. like it, it's kind of like also able, able to do it productively you know it's like oh cool I wrote, yeah yeah a <laughs> whole yeah. song cool yeah you know <laughs> so it. um it That's definitely it. comes in handy like i always joke about how like um i always joke about how like it's like if i go through heartbreak it's like oh cool well guess i got another album to make
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know it's like it's like i kind of i guess i kind of take it p- positively in the sense of like well yeah at least i have some material to work with i guess but it is one of those things where um
1: yeah, yeah i've yeah. learned
0: however that being said i have learned that you know like trying not to rely on that as well yeah uh, and also letting other things inspire me instead of just that yeah yep. <laughs> because i think you can get you know it's like You can go down a downward spiral of things where you're just, you're almost like chasing the depression then at that point, which is not healthy. So, right, right. I would say, like, um, you know, take, like, I'd say the best thing is to take those things as it comes. Like, if you get into those darker places, then cool. But um, I would say, like, at least later down the track, anyway, for your own mental health sake, I would say, like, you know, you can also write about other things or be inspired by other things, you know? And I think that. That's it. Um, But it's definitely, a you know, that definitely is uh, something that I would say is very, I mean, I guess negative emotions are always very inspiring. You know, whether it's heart (laughs) breakups or uh, heartbreak, loss of love. Difficult (laughs) as it may be. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, But for sure. And it's interesting you were bringing up how um, Radiohead was doing like the more darker stuff, right? Yep. I was thinking how that theme of like artists writing darker music. I mean, that, yeah. that carried over in, even into the 2000s, right? When you have the yep. the emo, rock, like hardcore, me- like metal, like punk thing happening, yeah, yeah. you know, whether it was bands like Silverstein or Under Oath or stuff yep. like that, or um uh, is it from first to last or stuff like, all the emo bands, like or okay, like yep. or 36 yep. to Mars yep. or My Chemical Romance or stuff like that. All these bands that were coming up, right? It was super like, you know, and like everyone's like emo. Lem- yeah, it yeah. was like the emo thing, right? But it was some really like, it was, like, for, it was, like, the, it was very emotional, and it was, like, really touching on, like, very, some human aspects, and I think, for me, like, I feel like that's something that um, is very much, like, again, you see that in, like, even earlier, right, with Radiohead, I guess, yeah. I guess going from a different angle, but you see that with, even in the grunge scene, right, that kind yeah. of notion of being able to write about things that, it doesn't even have to be political, you know, like, I think a lot of times with punk music, like, it's, like, it's, like, like I love emo music, it's like they call it it's like punk music but not political in a way. Yeah. Like you were yeah, talking yeah. about more stuff that was going on internally. Yep. And yep. like stuff that was going on in your life. Yep. Um per se. So cool. I yeah. think like um there's definitely like I think there's always shifts of times where people need that. Yeah. Um, and I think now, I think we're in a place now. It's interesting, you were mentioning, a t- talking about like the 80s, right? How there's lots of glitz and glam and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah. thinking, how, I was like, well, wait a second. That sounds a lot like how, how a lot of pop music is. Yeah, <laughs> you know? <laughs> it is, it is. A lot of pop yeah. music these days is kind of like that. And so I think like there's. It is at least like, i think that you know people like and i guess billie eilish is a great example where a lot of her music is like i mean i don't know a lot of her songs but from what i know what i know about her anyway like a lot of the stuff is like it's like pop music but it's like there's a much, dark. there's a darker undertone and i think that's a good trend and so like i think people definitely are starting to crave that not even not necessarily darker music but yeah i think people are definitely craving that need for music that's relatable whether yeah, it's yeah. happy or sad or whatever, like yeah. I think people are slowly coming back around to music that is, um, you know, that means something. Yeah. So yeah. yeah.
1: And it's it's interesting that uh, yeah you you mentioned about Billie Eilish. No. Oh, yeah. I was uh, gonna gonna give an example because we all know like <laughs> Billie Eilish can get really dark and depressed, but. There is a glimmer of hope, like in oh, yeah. her, her latest single, right? Oh, yeah. Um, she wrote a song called "My Future," right? Right. And so it's like, yes, we we all we, we, we all know that uh, yeah, it's difficult. Um, Heartbreak is difficult, right? And being rejected is difficult and stuff. And I think um, yeah, Billie Eilish uh, deals a lot. Uh, or deals with a lot of heartbreak In mm, the songs, right? Yeah. I mean, she always seems to be um, Looking at themes of Being invisible, right? Yeah, yeah um, And and the person that she likes Seemingly not knowing Or not caring about whether she's there or not Yeah, you know, yeah I think this song has Has a, a kind of a positive outlook On it okay, In, in a sense Because um yeah, she talks about. Yeah, she talks about. Well, at least uh, that's what I would infer, right? Like, um, she she cares about her future, mm. and it's, <clears throat> the lyrics are kind of interesting, right? Because um, she's in the sense that she's looking forward to her future, whatever right. the future may be. Like yeah, yeah, Whether yeah. she's single or she's found someone. Yeah, yeah. Um she's yeah and she and the lyrics imply that she's kind of like going against the tide yeah in terms of like oh like you know she's she's because she's lonely now she's she's supposed to be unhappy without someone right And then she 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 asks the question you know she's she's like you know but aren't i someone right Mm. yeah and yeah, like, and, and in, in a sense that, that, like, well, the way that I interpret her lyrics is that whether she's single or she's uh, attached in the future, like, she's, yeah, it's, it's, it's still something that she's going to look forward to because she's looking forward to being a better version of herself. Yeah, in the yeah, yeah, yeah. In the, in the lyrics, like, she's saying, you know, yeah, um, uh, won't you be pleased to meet her, you know, from the future? Oh, yeah. I kind mean, kind of thing, yeah.
0: Yeah, like, I think, like, and I feel like this is kind of going off tangent, and I feel like maybe we'll actually talk about this in a future episode. Um, yeah. But I think, like, yeah, I think, like, definitely, I think in society nowadays, like, there's definitely this, like, even, like, I mean, not nowadays, but, like, it's always, I feel like this is definitely the case of society where, as you get older anyway, if you don't have, like, a, like a, like a, you know, a girlfriend or whatever, you tend to feel pretty, like, forgotten by the wayside almost, you know? Yeah. Like, people yeah. tend to treat you almost as a second-rate Second, citizen, almost. Second-class citizen, you know? yeah. Like, almost, like, you almost get treated like that, like, you know? Like, it's kind of weird, right? Like, when you're younger, it does like, even if you were single, it didn't matter, but I think yeah. it, it's weird, right? As you get older, like, some people treat you that, like, you feel, sometimes you get that undertone of that treatment, in a way, you know? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, definitely. And um, I don't know artists who have written songs pertaining to that kind of feeling like i feel like that that feeling you know as you get older and people treat you differently because you're single and you don't have a family yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i feel like that's a rich mind a rich mine of emotions really yeah yeah that's um yeah that can be used to write um a whole lot of interesting music really yeah. and and it's yeah it's like we all know songs from the yesteryears, right? About yeah, you know, lovey lovey dovey songs like yeah, yeah, yeah. Unchained Melody and <laughs> Fool's Russian <laughs> and and all that stuff. Like that that stuff is really great. Right? Oh, I love it. And <laughs> yeah, it's really from another time, but at the same time I feel I feel at least like for me, like I haven't heard of I haven't heard a lot of songs that that talk about the other side right of being yeah left out because you're single yeah, yeah. and not having someone to yeah call uh, your lover and yeah, yeah just, or like or if you're like you know or like
0: the idea of like for example like um, if you're not with someone, someone yeah yeah you feel like it's like oh you don't deserve to be loved because you're not with yeah, someone which yeah is yeah yeah kind of like, that kind of feeling you know? man
1: there's like a lot of strong emotions from yeah. like that I feel that yeah it could be a rich mind like a rich mind feel that yeah. Um, yeah could be looked at although i feel that maybe sometimes people shy away from that because oh, yeah it might come off as being too i don't know too full of self pity or feeling too sorry for yourself that kind of thing i guess like, so. i guess it's a fine line
0: yeah i th- i mean but i think like that's a lot of songs right there's a lot of there's a plenty of like i think that that's the case of a lot of darker kind of stuff when you go down that road right is that you, yeah. don't, you don't want to go down too extreme to the point of like it sounds, you know, self-pitying or you're yeah. whatever. You just want to get yeah. it as, and I guess that's why like writing it as, trying to keep it as honest as you can. Yeah. And writing it from a place of where you're at. I think that's the best place because you're able to capture the essence of it without it being too clouded.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um yeah.
0: But yeah, I think we definitely should I think we well, maybe we might cover this in another episode for sure. Yeah, sure. Um, cuz sure. I think that's a whole other can of worms <laughs> yeah, I think.
1: <laughs> definitely, definitely. Yeah. Um, cause, but yeah. Yeah, cuz we we looked at yeah, uh the feeling of being unwanted as uh yeah, as a single person who is older, like imagine imagine the feeling of divorce, really. Oh, yeah. And like Probably the most famous person of of our time to deal with divorce is probably Haley Williams. And, oh, yeah, yeah, and how that whole album, right, uh, that whole Paramore album, After Laughter, right, that, that deals with, yeah, yeah, that whole aspect of yeah dealing with yeah. divorce. Like the the album, I feel it's it's almost the sound almost sounds happy right it sounds uplifting yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. and but wait but yeah but when you when you look at the lyrics yeah really it's it's not as happy as <laughs> yeah. the lyric implies it to be really. yeah, yeah, yeah and it's and that that I feel is a creative way right to yeah. to deal with uh yeah depression and like man Haley was going through a lot mm-hmm. at that time like she was losing weight and she she stopped eating and she yeah. developed rashes and man it's 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 quite brutal yeah um, yeah what divorce has on her and mm-hmm. in, in yeah I think in, in another separate interview she says that man she wishes that she didn't rush into the marriage right kind of thing yeah yeah that's yeah that's a whole different take on on that because yeah yeah like imagine being divorced right right imagine the emotional toll it takes on people and and imagine like if you have kids in in tow as well well that complicates everything yeah the custody battle that that happens Mm -hmm. and that again like that's that's another area that I mean people like Haley have have tackled Mm -hmm. in her own unique way which I think is. It's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's yeah. it's different from her previous Paramore albums, but Yeah, it's it's refreshing in, in terms of sound and right. also in terms of subject matter. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: It like in a way it it's like the sound sounds happier than her yeah. previous albums. Yeah. Which yeah. tend to be more angsty and darker. <laughs> but at the same time when you look at her lyrics, like it might sound like a happy album, yeah. but the lyrics are not happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, yeah. I mean, that's that's an interesting take. Yeah. From Haley.
0: Yeah. Really. Yeah. Um, but yeah, cool. I think we're. I think we're. I think we're. How how are we doing for time? I think we're almost. We're, we're at the forty minute moment, We're, we're so. at we're at our uh, yeah we're almost at the end. Yeah. But yeah, I yeah. think we kind of answered the question. I don't I don't know if they were doing, I don't know if we really I <laughs> guess like if there was like I guess uh, if there was a resounding you know summary of what we talked about yeah i guess our answer is yes yes Yes. (laughs) you need to yes you need to be in a downer you need to be a downer to. you need to be a downer
1: sometimes no sometimes i
0: mean i think like yeah i think we i think um yeah like don't take it like don't take it like as if that's the only way to write great music but i would say that there is some there definitely is examples of that, and we've kind of given you. So we've kind of given you guys some examples of that, and yeah, you know, you take what you will, I guess, from that, right? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But I would definitely. say, yeah, um, I would say that, yeah, for sure. I think some of the best, sometimes, yeah, you need to be. I guess, yeah, you sometimes you got to be depressed to, you know, sometimes you got to go through some dark times to really write some of the best music that's there. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. Yeah. but uh, cool. but yeah, I think. I think we'll wrap things up once again, guys. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Uh, it's been great. Yeah. I know it's really, it's really weird, like talking to Aaron in person. <laughs> oh yeah, weird. yeah, in the same room. <laughs> yeah, that's it. But it's definitely it's, different. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, for those that have been listening to the podcast, once again, thank you guys so much. Uh, for those that have you know been that have followed us or have been liking the uh, the podcast episodes, uh, we do appreciate you guys from the bottom of my uh, our uh, oh yeah the bottom of our intestines okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm just of kidding. our gut <laughs> of our guts um but yeah no thank once again but yeah thanks guys so much um and uh yeah stay tuned for uh episodes if you guys aren't following us on uh spotify or apple music or whatever you can yeah. you know please do follow us uh we put out episodes every once at least once a fortnight or so yep um so we you know we keep things you know, keeping that content flowing for you guys. Um, and yeah, if you have any friends or yeah, if you have any friends that might, that also are into this kind of stuff, you know, send me the link and yeah, you know, yeah, it'd be a like good little listen for, you know, for whether you're driving to work or, uh, or you're at home, you know, ironing something. I don't know. Um, yep, that's it. Cause that's what everyone does at home. It's just iron clothes. <laughs> yeah. um, but, uh, yeah, once again, this is the career of Convoys podcast and, uh, Yeah. We'll talk to you guys in the next episode. So, see ya. Take care, guys.